Hi, welcome to Seattle Mama Doc. I'm Dr. Wendy Sue Swanson. We all work so hard to perfect how we pull off parenthood. And of course, often we may not feel good enough, especially with the holidays rolling around and rolling into town. I think we all get a little stressed. And I'm here to talk about a topic I have before and that most people know so much about, and that's about antibiotics, how we use them, where they're used in our food source, where they're used in medicine and in hospitals, and then what we can do as parents and as pediatricians, if you're a pediatrician listening, um, to make this a little better. It is... This week, U.S. Antibiotic Awareness Week, but I would just like to say that I liked it when it used to be called Get Smart Week. (laughs) So anyway, this year it's got a new name. The Centers for Disease Control teams up with doctors all over the country and leaders all over the country uh, that also work in food and agriculture to think on how do we get smarter and make better choices about using antibiotics. So first and foremost, the reason this matters is that, you know, to survive, really, since the 1940s and 50s, we've increased um, the ability to do more and more complex medical procedures, in part because there are antibiotics around. So if your uh, mother, mother-in-law, or someone else you know is going in, or yourself, are going in for a hip replacement or a knee replacement, part of the reason that you can do that is you can go into the operating room, you can pound those bones away and replace those joints because the risk of getting an infection after doing all that hardware replacement and all that work is much lower because during the operation, they put antibiotics into you to make sure you don't get contaminated then. And then thereafter, they do that as well. Things like treating children or adults with chemotherapy, where you drive down kids' and adults' immune systems to dangerous levels in some ways, where the immune system's not there to fight off infection. But we use antibiotics to protect kids during that time so the bacteria that live around us don't come in and cause infections. And living in this time of antibiotics, of course, has allowed these kind of modern miracles of science to progress in ways, and people have survived them because we've been able to prevent the side effects of infections. The concern is, of course, that as we use antibiotics more and more, the bacteria that survive around them are smarter because they're not killed off by the antibiotics, and that more and more we're seeing across the United States, people are getting infections from what are called multi-drug-resistant bacteria, which means just that, that there are these bacteria that are kind of raising up. One that you've even heard about that's gotten a lot of press and attention is MRSA or methicillin-resistant staph aureus, which is one particular bacteria that grew up and around basically penicillins and is resistant to them, meaning that the penicillins just don't kill it off anymore. And so it's just allowed to survive and it's harder to treat. The concern is is that there was a time before antibiotics, pre-antibiotic era. There's the time we live in now, which is actually fairly comfortable that it's the kind of antibiotic era where we can have these big fancy surgeries and keep people really safe, get an ear infection treated when we need it, get, you know, group A strep sore throats, you know, or strep throat, treat it, make it go away real quickly. The concern is that over time, more and more bacteria will grow around us that we don't have drugs to treat, and it will be harder to do fancy and complex surgery. It will be harder to recover from typical run-of-the-mill infections in our upper respiratory tract when they're caused by bacteria, and down the line, we'll run out of drugs to take care of them. So we have to be really careful, and that's why antibiotic stewardship being good stewards of these drugs, have risen up. We know about half of the prescriptions written for antibiotics in the hospital and sometimes even in the primary care clinic are unnecessary. So we want to only use them when we need to, not use them when we do. But one reminder, and the point of this podcast, is ultimately that the reality is that four 
times the amount of antibiotics are used in raising animals that we eat than are used in humans. Four times. So like just by weight and by volume and by mass, basically, the amount of antibiotics we use while in the agriculture industry, in the farming industry, to raise cattle or chickens or pigs to make meat that we consume is four times the amount of antibiotics we use in human beings. So one thing that we can do is think pretty carefully about the little choices we make at the supermarket and how it can contribute overall to keeping our family safer and keeping this safer for our kids and our future grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And here's the reason why. When you buy antibiotic-free meat, you create a demand in the market for meat that was not raised on a farm where they were using lots of antibiotics to keep the animals safe. Now, the reason it's better for us is not because the meat then comes packed full of antibiotics that keep you safe. It doesn't. In fact, if you take a big piece of raw chicken, an antibiotic-free, raised, free-range, happy chicken that you throw on your counter, it's still a biohazard. It still could be covered in different bacteria, including something like salmonella. But what we do know is that the bacteria that will be there, <laughs> if they are there before you cook it, are not going to be the kind of bacteria that would cause an infection in you that we couldn't treat. Let me say that a different way. The bacteria that's in the meat that might be contaminating would be the kind of bacteria that we could still treat because the animal in which it was raised wasn't given a ton of antibiotics. What happens when an animal is given a ton of antibiotics while it's being raised on a farm is that the bacteria that then do come to live in and on that animal, which will always happen because bacteria live in our gut, bacteria live on the skin, and they live all over the farm equipment and things, those bacteria then aren't self-selecting to survive in the face of antibiotics. That's the key. When you decide this year for Thanksgiving to buy an antibiotic-free, happy turkey, I don't care what other parts of that turkey are happy, to be frankly honest with you. I'm just talking about the antibiotics. You are going to choose an antibiotic-free turkey, not because the turkey's any less full of bacteria. You're still going to have to cook it. Grandma's still going to put the thermometer in. You still want to make sure it's not, you know, that the juices are running clear. But if for some reason there were any bacteria in that animal over time, it would likely be a kind of bacteria that we could still treat. So this is the beginning of us doing it in multiple ways. We don't use antibiotic-free or um, antibiotic full soap. Those have been kind of, you know, be decommissioned, aren't even being made anymore because they don't keep us any safer. We know that we don't want to use antibiotics for infections that are caused by viruses. And in our houses, as best we can, we should bring in meat raised without antibiotics, not because that meat's any safer today, but over time that demand will make sure that we are not raising animals with superbugs, bugs that we can't treat. So you have a great role in the antibiotic stewardship in not asking for antibiotics when you don't need them, making sure when doctors prescribe antibiotics for you or your children, you make sure that you really have to have them and cannot kind of get away with some time without them so that we can have those joint replacements when we get old and that, that we can have significant ongoing medical interventions. And what we bring into our house will ultimately change how the farming industry and the cattle industry and all the kind of food makers around the world change this. So go out, buy an antibiotic-free turkey, and happy Thanksgiving to you. The reality is parenting is a high-stakes job. The good news is with that antibiotic-free turkey, you've got this. Thanks for listening. The Seattle Mama Doc Podcast episodes air every single week. I'm always interested in hearing what you have to say, what was helpful, and what you want to learn more about. 
reach out to me on Twitter at Seattle Mama Doc, on my Facebook, Seattle Mama Doc, or at SeattleMamaDoc.com. Tell me what you want to learn. Tell me if you want to join me and point me to experts you'd love to learn more from. 